Hi, you're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 45, Keep Your Promises. Today, we are going to be talking about a very fun topic, a very exciting topic, one of my favorite topics to talk about, mom. Are you ready for this? Shopping? Second favorite topic to talk about. Okay. Okay. It's confidence. Now, we've touched on confidence on this podcast before. We've gone into depth of what confidence is versus self-confidence, but I wanted to kind of approach a whole new angle of confidence talk about how to grow it but first I think it'd be best if you kind of just real quick talked about the difference between confidence and self-confidence again for people that maybe forgot about that episode or haven't listened to it yet just so we're all on the same page starting off this episode yeah okay okay just recap confidence is when you are assuring yourself about something I have confidence that I can do a coaching session. I've done them and I have external evidence from other people that they, that it went well. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm getting more confident because I have evidence from other people. I see evidence. Mm -hmm. So that's confidence. Self-confidence has nothing to do with evidence. It's about you and yourself and your thoughts about yourself and the way that you think about yourself, which is totally up to you. And it's, it's just not based on evidence. It's your relationship with yourself, how you think about yourself. And they're both important, right? Because we want to learn and develop skills. So we're searching for confidence. But what happens when we want to learn something and then our survival brain is looking for confidence and like freaking us out that it's too scary or too dangerous to fail, right? We need to know that we have to set aside confidence. We don't have it yet. This is something... I'm new at, I'm a beginner here and access our self-confidence that's inside of us and it, and it's personal, right? It's not about anyone else or anyone's or any evidence that we can see. That's great. That's perfect. Okay. Um, okay. so now that we all know that the question we have for this episode is what's the best way to grow your confidence? There are a lot of ways to create confidence, but the one that I think I want to focus on in this episode is keeping promises to yourself. I think that what is one of the most effective ways to feel more confident and to grow your self-confidence. That can eventually lead to confidence, right? Because if you're keeping, if say you're learning a new skill, you make promises to yourself about practicing, putting yourself out there, that is eventually, you're going to lean on your self-confidence and keep those little promises to yourself. As you go, the steps, then it can lead to confidence. I so I think it all starts with keeping promises to yourself. I love it. Which sounds so easy. Like Annika, if I said, hey, do you keep promises? I'd say yes. To pe- yes, you'd be like 100% yes. Like if I tell someone I'm going to do something, yes, I get it done. I think most people. Mm-hmm would make an effort to do what they say. 
when it comes to other people. But do we do the same effort for ourselves? I think if we all asked that same question, we'd be like, not 100%. No way. So let's just talk about why that's hard. Okay, yeah. And how to get better at I it. I love it. Okay, so um, let's, let's talk about why we don't. Okay. Okay. Why do we not keep promises to ourselves? Um, a couple things come to mind is, number one, we don't actually make them. Okay. Right? Fair point. Like, like, I think the word promise has a lot of meaning. Like, we've trained as little kids that promise. Ooh, do you promise? Not only will I do it, but I promise I'll do it. I think it's a strong word, and it has a lot of energy to it, right? Oh, for sure. So I think sometimes we need to use it like we do with other people to ourselves, like in our thoughts. I promise tomorrow we're going to get that project done. I'm going to do that homework tomorrow. I'm going to make my bed tomorrow. I promise. Like maybe say the word to yourself like you would to someone else. Write it down on your calendar, right? Like my promises today. I promise I'm going to do this. I promise I'm going to do this, right? Like I think the word promise is, is a motivator. So interesting. Right? So Sometimes we have thoughts. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do that tomorrow. But maybe use the language you would use with someone else. And, and see if that could maybe change the way you look at it. Um, another reason why we don't is sometimes when, we, when we're making a promise to ourselves, it's to stop maybe a, a habit that's not serving us. So sometimes just there's no reward compared to the kind of the, the, the maybe negative reward we're getting from a bad habit, right? Okay. I mean, like usually our habits contain a reward, you know? Yeah. So, so it's like we, you got to celebrate and like give yourself a reward when you're trying to build a new habit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is we tend to, to, to depend on our own willpower when it comes to doing things for ourselves or starting a, a, a something new, um, keeping a new promise to ourselves. Sometimes we we depend too much on our willpower. And just a little bit about willpower is it has an end. We only get so much. It's because it, when we use it, it depletes. And so if you use it and it runs out, then you're usually not going to keep the promise to yourself. So, and I feel like also willpower is focused on the action, not the reason for the action. Right? Oh. It's like, Okay, so I, tomorrow I'm going to go for a walk. I want to be healthier. I promise myself I'm going to go for a walk tomorrow. So then your willpower comes in. It's like, you ha- I have to go for a walk. I have to go for a walk. I have to go for a walk. I got this. I got this. You know, and it's just like you deplete that. And, and it all, it's like you maybe didn't even need willpower. Maybe you just needed to remind yourself of the why. So it's like you didn't need to focus on the walk. You could focus on I want to be healthier. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. willpower is a little bit more focused on what you are going to do. But you're not, like, I think it's more powerful to go to your thoughts of why am I doing this? And, and save the willpower for something more important. Like, we only get so much. Like, I kind of think of it like, save it for food storage, man. Yeah, like, like you don't away. need to use it on everything. Use your agency and, like, your why, right? Like, we've had a podcast about know your why. 
know your why of this promise and save your willpower for like an emergency. I have never really thought about when I say I'm going to do something, I've never thought of it necessarily as I'm making a promise to myself. Right. I haven't. So like even hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, I can see how if I say I'm going to do, if I say I'm going to go work out tomorrow morning and I don't, I can see how that kind of in a way breaking that promise to myself can lead to a loss in confidence because there's not trust between yourself. You don't believe that you're going to do the things that you say. So I can see that now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just love how you're talking about remind yourself of the why, because that's the that's the motivation compared to willpower. And I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like thinking about why you're doing it gives you the feeling, right? Our thoughts give us our feelings. And if we skip and focus on the action without creating the feeling first, gets rid of the motivation. See how that's going to deplete your willpower very fast. Totally. And I feel like it's more likely you'll fall into guilt and shame. Oh yeah. When you're when you're dependent on your willpower. Yeah. Okay. So, and I and I like to like just the idea of like yeah we keep promises to people because we say to them yes I will do that for you. So I think we just need to be more intentional to ourselves. And I think like for me, it's writing it down. I will do this tomorrow. And then maybe even use the word promise for yourself. Like it's, it's showing you that you're valuable to yourself and you're not there just like, you know what I'm saying? You're not ignoring your own self. And I think when people aren't confident is because they don't intentionally create a relationship with themselves. And this is a good way to do that. Um, Okay, so those are just some reasons why we don't do it, right? Um, some of the effects of not keeping our word to ourselves is like the most common is low self-esteem, which, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Like if you don't do what you say for yourself and you don't trust yourself, so low trust. And then when you're, that becomes a habit, like, yeah, I just don't do what I say. Like I, I create things for myself, but I don't do them. Um, then low motivation, Right. And it's just like no foundation. You have no foundation with yourself. You don't know yourself. So I, that's, again, why I think keeping promises to yourself is a great way to build that foundation of confidence in yourself. That safety. Yeah, safety. Right. Like people feel safe with you because you do what you say. So it makes sense that you would need to do that for yourself to feel safe with yourself. Yeah. And we've talked about this topic before and something that I think was cool that you were talking to me about when we were talking about this topic is every time you were saying, every time you keep a promise to yourself, you, you now know, like you have more confidence in the fact that in the future, when you say you're going to do something, you'll do it. And that leads to actual confidence because there's more weight on your words There's more meaning in what you say. And if you can trust yourself, that's really, and I just love that you're talking about trust and safety because if you can trust yourself and you feel safe with yourself, that shows and that's the real energy of confidence is you know you can trust yourself and you feel safe with yourself. And I think that is seriously like the most powerful way to gain confidence. A hundred percent agree. What would it feel like 
okay, like we, we have, we all have loved ones. We have people in our lives. We have family that we trust, but sometimes we get let down, right? Sometimes people can't be a hundred percent on top of it all the time. What would it feel like to walk around this world knowing that there is someone that you can a hundred percent trust? Amazing. And if that person was you, think about the risks you would take. Think about how that would create so much for yourself and like create better relationships with other people. I just think it's, it's a, it is powerful. Wow. I love how you said, think of the risks you would take. That just really shows like how much you can do when you're, when you're confident. And how much you can do when you're safe with yourself. So we've talked about why we tend to not keep promises to ourselves. I kind of wanted to talk about how we get better at that. How we start to create that trust with ourselves. That that bond with ourselves of knowing we're going to do what we say we're going to do. Okay, so number one I would say is start small. Right? Just think about a little kid riding their bike. Today I'm going to ride my bike two blocks and they've never ridden their bike before. Yeah. Right. Like that's setting him up for like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, oh wow, I can't keep my promises to myself. So be realistic, start small. And like one thing that like I like to think when I'm making a promise to myself that might be new, something that I want to start doing, I kind of go to worst case scenario like, you know, when you're starting like a new habit, like a new year's resolution or something, you're like, I'm going to do this every day. And I like to get, like, I don't, I want to, I want to set myself up for success. So I'm going to start small. So I'm going to go to like on my best day. Yeah. Right. Like we all have good days and we have days that are not as motivating or we're right. more tired. Right. So like on, I go to like on my worst day, what's the, what's the minimum I could do even on my, on my worst day. Yeah. And that's start what you that start with. Day. I love that. Yeah. Like, like for me, it's like, no matter what day I'm having, I absolutely can make my bed. I promise I will make my bed every day. Okay. And that's not real. Cause I don't really do that, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, clarifying, <laughs> clarifying. <laughs> not, a, not, I just, that's the only thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. But like, but like, like go to like, when you're starting something new, go to your worst day and go, could I do that on my worst day? Start something small, right? And then also like give yourself a reward. Like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to make my bed every day this week. I promise I'm going to, and then do something to celebrate with yourself, right? Like reward. Yeah. And I want to say something about that reward because this is something else you've talked about, I think in other episodes, but there's a reward in the beginning, like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know how you come up with examples so fast. I, I don't, I don't. Right okay, now. let's just talk about, let's have the example be eating healthy. Like, the reward okay. eating healthy isn't showing up at first. So you kind of have to reward yourself in the beginning because it's like, this just sucks. <laughs> so but you said. like, nothing compares to the reward of eating unhealthy. <laughs> right. It's like, this just isn't very good. Fun. But you have said in other, in other episodes, and I've loved it, of this point of once you start getting in the habit and you start keeping, I guess, that promise you make that you're going to eat healthy or whatever it is, 
that starts to become the reward, that dopamine right. of yeah. keeping that promise and like staying on on your goal, staying with the habit, staying with a new hard habit, you know, that becomes almost more dopamine. Your new form of dopamine. Yeah. And I love that. And that's so so making your bed, maybe you need a reward in the beginning, but then just seeing your bed made when you come home from a long day or something that starts to turn into the reward. And I, I love that you said that in other episodes. So I just wanted to say that again. Yeah. So start small, reward yourself, especially if it's new and those rewards aren't obvious yet. Like just take small, small steps. Okay. I think we kind of already talked about this, but be specific. Know your why. Um, say the word promise, write down the word promise. Cause that word has power. Sure. I really do think that word has power. And I think that's really, I, I think about it. I'm like, okay, am I not keeping, I'm not really saying promise to myself. Like I do to other people. Yeah. I just said it in um, my head. Maybe that word. I just said it in my yeah, head. Yeah. I think like, that word might deal. change might change the emotions that come next. Um, And I think creating steps, be specific, create steps. I'm going to start with this for two weeks, then we're going to move to this. Like I, so you always have a map of where you're going. If you are trying to create something new in your life and you do not have a map of where you want to end up or where you're going or what steps it takes to get to that place, you won't be able to do it. Because your old habits are strong, strongly driven in your brain. Yeah. So you have to like make it as easy for yourself as possible by mapping your way and knowing where you're going. Um, I think another um, way to get better at it is to watch out for your survival brain. Watch out for excuses. You know, watch out for like, well, it doesn't matter what I think about myself. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I can let this go. But it does. You do have thoughts about yourself, and it does matter. Yeah. Keeping promises to yourself does matter, and you actually are listening and thinking about it. All the time. Right? Yeah. So, um, and then I think the, the last one I would, I would throw out there is, like, forgive yourself when you don't. Just like you would, like somebody else would forgive you. Like, when I forget to pick up my kids... I'm so sorry I didn't keep my promise and you had to get a ride home with someone, right? Like they would forgive me, do the same and get back on to keeping your promises. That is such a cool idea. Well, we're human and we can't, you know, sometimes we do let people down and sometimes we let ourselves down. So forgive yourself. And I think, um, I think we should do another episode about forgiving and and there's so much to that, how we can actually get there, but, um, learn from, the experience and apply it going forward. And it's like you think about it, if you make a promise to someone and you don't keep it, something ends up happening and you're not able to do it. Right. Think about how you fix that, you solve that, you say sorry to them and you like make sure they know what happened and you know what I mean? You and repair. You repair it. Yeah. And it's like repair it with yourself too. Anytime you don't make a promise to yourself. Yeah. Go in and like learn from it. Why didn't I keep this promise? What came up for me? What was I feeling? Like, go through the process it so that so that you've cleaned it up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And now we're not just going to give up on everything. Yeah. So I think it's important to go through and like write about, like maybe write about it and like process what happened and why it happened and what you were thinking when it happened and why you didn't do it, so that you can clean it up, process it, and then move forward going back to it. 
So really cool. Just evaluate it. Those are my, so that's my advice. On. I will love for, it. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. I'm really glad we were able to talk about this because I really, just when we were preparing for this episode and we were trying to figure out um, what drives confidence, what grows confidence, like just thinking about how simple it sounds, just keep the promises you make to yourself. Like it sounds so simple, but seeing all the positive effects it can have on you, not even just on your confidence, it really is crazy how powerful that is. Well, and, and just another thought that I just had is when we don't, it's like we usually make promises to ourselves about things that matter, that we care about, that we want. And then our survival brain like talks us out of it. Like, yeah, it's not a big deal. But keeping promises to yourself and doing what you say actually eliminates like the avoiding part of like, yeah, I'm avoiding it, but it's still, I'm still carrying it. So like keeping promises to yourself, I don't know if I'm making sense, but like clears up your, like your brain, like you can actually be where you are because you took care of something. It's not hanging over you, right? Sometimes when we avoid things, we're like, oh, yay, I'm kind of avoiding it. But like, it's still there and it's still on your always, shoulders always. and it's taking away from what you're doing right now. Totally. So I'm just saying like keeping promises yourself is kind of the exact opposite of avoiding. True. And, yeah. And when, if I, if That's I keep good. the promises I, I intend for myself tomorrow, more likely I'm going to be clear and focused on the things that I am doing. Right. And it's a, it's part of the creation process of creating your life and what you want. So good. That's so good. I hope you enjoyed that episode and you were able to learn more about confidence and growing it. If you don't follow us on our Instagrams, go follow us right now. My mom's Instagram is karenedwards.coaching and our lovely podcast Instagram is at IDK Let's Ask My Mom.